Ever wonder what it's like to hear two really weird ladies talk for like an hour about shit that just goes on in their head? Well, you're in the right place. Is She Confused podcast is for you. Thanks. What up, bitches? <laughs> oh, welcome to the podcast. We finally are recording. <laughs> <laughs> like, ten years later. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, welcome to 2020. It's season two. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> season two after, like, four episodes. Like, like five, I think. I don't know. Something. I feel like I lost count. Something like it's that. fine. <laughs> Anyways, so, um. So. I have really big news for the podcast. Um, we talked about the Danny DeVito crop top, and I actually saw somebody wearing it. So, Oh, yes. I feel like we pushed that out into the world, and it made it a better place, and we're thriving. Well, and you also had a question about who the fuck would wear that. Clearly, you know now. That one girl on, online. That's yeah, who. that one. <laughs> that one fucking girl. <laughs> That's all they needed was just one person. It's fine. I feel like he feels validated now that somebody's worn it. I, somehow I feel like he knows it happened. Like he single-handedly <laughs> sewed all of these shirts and made sure to put them out so that people yeah. would remember him. And they weren't even a crop top on him, so. Surely. <laughs> Alrighty. So we should probably do housekeeping. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I couldn't tell you what the fuck went wrong in the last episode that we did because it was so long ago, but whoops, <laughs> we didn't record for a few months. So sorry. Life. <laughs> yeah. Life tends That's to just, do that to you. Just the way it goes. That and like, I, I feel like I sh- probably should have dedicated more time to like a better way of recording, but also I'm busy and don't have the resources. So this is, right. this is the best we got. <laughs> yep. So sorry, but such is life. Moving well, on. <laughs> yeah. On, on the better part of that, like if you guys at home ever want to record a podcast, it's really simple. We just have the anchor app and then we just use our phones and basically conference call each other on the app and then use headphones <laughs> yeah so easy not the best quality but beggars can't be two shirts <laughs> right bitch you get you get to listen to us for free so don't fucking whine to me about it <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> this is a privilege <sighs> for you to listen to us we'll take off our um shirts on the air <laughs> if you buy us <laughs> microphones <laughs> Okay, that's fair. I have I have one titty out right now by me. <laughs> <laughs> Got one nipple showing, just, just a little nip slip. Just the left, just the lefty. Oh, mine's to the right. Wow, honey, you're same me. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah, housekeeping. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. How's 2020 been treating you? Fuck. It's actually been not that bad. Like, I have so many positive things coming up, and I'm kind of stoked about it. But I feel like I'm also ignoring all the negative things so that I could just, like, focus on the positive. So, <laughs> whatever works, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess business has been good, and I took a step back from my other job so that I could focus on my own job. So, that's been good. That's good. Yeah. 
What about you? Um, I'm refraining from making a definitive decision about 2020 yet. <laughs> we're, t- we're two weeks deep, guys. <laughs> two weeks deep. Yeah, so far, same shit, different day. But uh, I'm hopeful that things will be better this year than they have been. I don't know what else to do except be hopeful. So that's all I have. <laughs> I feel like, you know, at least we're, we've, we have our health. <laughs> I think I wouldn't know I can't afford to go to the fucking doctor (laughs) true that true that yeah as far as I know we're not dying I got a haircut oh nice (laughs) yeah it's like 10 pounds lighter (laughs) Uh, we haven't had a haircut in a year because our fucking hairstylist died so oh wah wah so I think I'm anyway, Tiffany. <laughs> no, well, no, she died last year. Um, but okay. yeah, we just yeah. So not not in 2020. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I feel like the biggest asshole. <laughs> uh, it's fine. It's fine. And just to be clear, not laughing about the fact that our hairstylist no. died. It was super sad. It was well, when Liz was friends with her for a very long time and has not had anybody cut her hair in a very long time outside of this person. So it sucked. Don't, don't even worry about it. Me and Liz deal with death in really um, problematic ways. So <laughs> I, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kicked out of a couple funerals. No big deal. <laughs> Oi. So <laughs> 2020 is off to a great start. Yeah. Oh, just people our little, dying. Our little brother moved out. Yes. He did. How, how is he enjoying his new independent life? He's got a big kid apartment with roommates. They cook together. They're like, he has like a straight version of himself living with him. He Perfect. says those are his, his words. He says, and he comes home to do his laundry. So I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not that far away. Just across town. Yeah. It's not yeah. far at all. Well, good for him. I'm excited for him. This will be a very good adventure. Yeah, I can't wait to get my spare key so I can, like, break in and see if they're drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Bryce, if you're listening to this, hide your alcohol. (laughs) Yeah, because she's going to pop in in any minute. (laughs) What you doing? Pooping? (laughs) (laughs) Throw some poop purry in the mix. (laughs) Right, there you go. No, I, he keeps getting mad because every time I go to visit him, I bring him things or, like, buy him food. <laughs> and he's like, stop it. I'm like, don't say that if you don't mean it. <laughs> I know, right? Because when you fucking only got five bucks in your bank account and no food for the next two weeks, you're going to appreciate bitch. that shit. <laughs> and bitch, have fun eating paper. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the life of adulting. Right. Sometimes I feel like I'm not even a real adult. <laughs> No, definitely not. I'm not even really sure what adulting means, except being stressed out all the time. I think that's how Chris feels. And then, like, because you know how he doesn't really leave the house very much? Right. Well, like, like he, he was talking to me, like, oh, you know, I don't go out and do anything. So I don't, I don't know if I'm feeling young or I'm feeling old. And I was like, oh, let's go out. So I took him out yesterday. And he got too excited and he ended up getting two tattoos. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right. Well, hey, go big or go we home. Were, we were out of the house for like an hour. And he was like, oh, you know, I'm just going to get two two tattoos. It's fine. It's and this is why he doesn't leave the house. <laughs> it was a great day. Yeah. Hey, you know what? That's a solid day for me. 
If I came yes. home with a couple tattoos, be a great yeah, day. Yeah, honestly, fuck it up. <laughs> yep. You do you. I got I got a little ink done too. So, well, I got mine touched up, but it was still mm-hmm. fun because it was like a, a friend of ours. I love yeah. that we both have friends that tattoo. So, like, it's not awkward. <laughs> yeah, that is nice. Like, if you ever needed to get your butthole tattooed, you know where to go, and it's not that weird. Yeah, it's too bad when Liz had to get her boob tattoo covered up. She couldn't have gone to somebody she knew, because it was very awkward. She literally had to have her whole titty hanging out. It was covered, like, her nipple was covered (laughs) with, like, that, um, you know, that medical band, like, the the bandage that they put on to seeping shit. She had to put that over her nipple. (laughs) The poor poor man's pasty. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was. She was just hanging out. Wow. Good time. Almost makes me want to get a bad titty tattoo to get it removed just for that experience. (laughs) (laughs) It was in San Francisco. It's fine. Nobody cared. (laughs) Nobody even looked. No, honestly... I was told a story at the tattoo shop by my friend Berto, um, who does our work. And he was like, oh, I know a guy who um, had his nipples pierced. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's common. And he's like, yeah, but then he got his nipples removed and keeps them in a jar. So he has two pierced nipples in a jar. Uh, Actual (laughs) nipple removed? Yeah. And he looks like Aladdin now, like in the cartoon where he doesn't have any nips, you know? Okay. Yeah, I was very upset about that here. I feel like I picture, like, two pierced pepperonis in a jar. Like, a really, really dehydrated pepperonis. Are they yeah, in liquid? Like- I would imagine they'd have to be in order to preserve anything. I feel like, yeah. I didn't ask because I felt like it was like, <laughs> hot. I didn't, it was a lot. <laughs> now all I can imagine is, like, floating pierced nipples in this weird goo in a jar. He probably I, has it on I, display, like, in the front of his house when you come in. Or on the coffee table, like, as a, as yeah. a piece, a conversation a piece. piece. Yeah. He's like, y'all want to see my pierced nipples? And they're like, yeah, and you bring them <laughs> out the jar. <laughs> Can you imagine? I would not know what to do with myself if somebody did that to me. <laughs> I wonder if uh, Marky Mark kept his third nipple after he got it removed. He seems like the type of person that would. I feel like he touches it a lot when no one's home. He probably talks to it. <laughs> it's probably named. It's probably named Nippy Nippy Nip. <laughs> oh my Marky god! Marky Mark the second, <laughs> the third <laughs> junior. Yeah. <laughs> All the puns. Oh. There's so many titty jokes in this episode. I don't really know where to go from here. <laughs> oh, that's the episode named Titty Jokes. <laughs> titty Jokes. Speaking of titties, <laughs> I'm about to have so many titties at my house because five of my friends are coming to visit me. Uh-huh. From L- They're all coming from L.A. to come to Fresno, and I don't know why because it's like, uh, what the fuck is there to do here? <laughs> um, it's, it's much slower. So if people are looking for a change of pace, definitely go that way empty country roads right <laughs> uh, but but yeah we're gonna have a cereal party like we decided we're all gonna bring a box of cereal and have a fancy party and eat cereal <laughs> so for a minute I thought you were saying like the podcast cereal like you were just gonna have a listening party at your house all weekend oh no <laughs> listening to cereal I'm like that's a very adult <laughs> adult way to spend oh, a sleepover like cereal murder yeah well like that podcast cereal oh. Oh, I th- see. I didn't know. I thought you meant like, I thought we were on the same page, but you were talking about murder. I get it. I get it. I'm always talking about murder. 
Honestly, I think a lot of my friends are super into murder, so maybe maybe after we eat. <laughs> yeah, eat some cereal while listening to cereal. I'll run it by them. Definitely, definitely do that. Oh but that's cool. When are they supposed to get there? Um, they're coming this coming weekend. So, oh, nice. yeah, I, I was like, I told Chris, I was like, there's about to be a lot of estrogen up in this bitch. So clean, motherfucker, clean. Because and then <laughs> that's what he did today. He cleaned the bathroom. Oh, nice. He cleaned that the backyard. I was like, that's oh right. shit. And All right, that, t- take that trash out, bitch. Take it out. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Yeah, I felt good. Perfect. Yeah. Now I'm now all I got to do is clean clean the living room and find some blow up mattresses and see how many oh girls God, we can yeah. fit in one room. <laughs> Couch and floor. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And maybe Ben's room because he won't be home that weekend. No. Lumos. Oh my God, my cat. Alyssa. Alyssa came to stay with us, and so the cat's just like jumping all over the air bed. <laughs> He's gonna I'm surprised he it. hasn't like yeah I'm surprised it hasn't been like totally annihilated well it just got blown up so we'll see <laughs> we'll see at the end of the night Tiffany's cat is not a cat it's actually a wild jungle animal it's fucking gigantic yeah, and you know the thing is, is I didn't ever realize like how I didn't realize that he was big in comparison I never fucking had cats that was my first cat <laughs> and like I mean Finnegan's about the same size he's not that much smaller so I don't think they're that big but then I see your tiny little dainty cat I'm like fuck I got a beast <laughs> Tiffany when your cat stands on its hind legs it's taller than you how did you not put two and two together <laughs> it really he basically is he definitely reaches past my belly button when he stands up for sure my baby it's okay I love my <laughs> giant baby he is very cute <laughs> he's gonna be a traitor for Alyssa it's already happening is she a cat person yeah they all love that's her that's how Ben is Ben is a cat person too he's like the cat whisperer yeah he really is <laughs> Churro is like obsessed <gasps> with him when he's gone she, he like rolls around in uh, Ben's cl- she rolls around in Ben's clothes so she can smell him yeah it's really it's funny yeah <sighs> well I guess we should probably actually get into some of the topics <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> now that you're all caught up <laughs> on life so what let's talk about America's fuck ups um I don't really know right now because I feel like there's a lot of really good things that are happening, but I think the fuck yeah. up is going to be um, that nothing is going to come of it. Yeah, like, like, like everyone, the word hanging on everyone's lips right now is, yep, it, it impeach and taste bad, fam, because honestly, like, it's not, it didn't even really do much. He's still a dick, so. No, and I mean, we still have the, you know, the trial in the, the Senate, yeah. but. But we all know how that's going to go. Exactly. And the thing that's frustrating me the most about it is the fact that Nancy Pelosi, say what you will about her, but bitch was smart, holding off on signing those articles of impeachment because mm-hmm. they dropped the fucking bombshell the night before so that when she signed those articles, like, their whole the whole alternative side of it is, like, where's the facts? You haven't shown us any facts. Well, there's a cold, hard fucking evidence, dude, and it's not going to make yep. a whole, it's not going to make a damn bit of difference. And it's he, like, this is going to hang on his reputation 
for all time. I don't give a fuck if that means anything, but to me, it means something. Well, not just him, but, you know, like, all of these dumbass people who are just doing it to save face, who are, like, following orders and supporting him outwardly, whether they actually do behind closed doors, like... They're all fucked, too, because their yeah. reputation is only going to get them as far as Trump's administration, and he's not going to be in office forever. They're gone. Like, they're done for after this. So whatever career they've been trying to save by being on his good side, it's fucking over anyway. So was it worth it? Like, Yeah. That's, that's kind of where I'm at. It's, it's like, I feel like if it were me, like, I understand. I can understand that fear of, like, losing everything that you've worked so hard for over something over someone stupid like this personally i would but rather you put yourself go... in that position yeah right i would rather go down with my morals and values still in place refusing to fight like the same fight as somebody like that than sticking with it and still going down in flames especially the way that he fights yeah like he's just cruel and petty as fuck like he's vindictive like fucking did i read something yesterday about how he like um on Michelle Obama's birthday was like trying to add more pizza and french fries to the kids meals at school and taking away the healthier option and it's like what What is the purpose of that other than just to be petty as fuck because anything that the Obamas did is like tarnished to him and he's gonna just double down on it and try and take everything away just for the simple fact that it was Obama's He's so jealous. Never, never mind the fact that this is actually helping people. Like, all of these things are actually helping people. It doesn't matter. I'm going to throw a theory out there. Just a theory. I think he wants to have sex with Obama. I think he's obsessed with him. <laughs> yeah. And a little homophobic. Or, like, some of that in the closet fantasy. I think maybe just a little. Because he loves him so much and he, like, hates him so much that it's just, like, you know, it's just there. That attention. I think it just drives him fucking crazy that Michelle and Barack can stand to be around each other and actually like each other and show it when his wife won't even be caught dead holding his fucking <laughs> hand. Like, she well, won't even step within fucking ten feet of his ass. <laughs> she is half mannequin, so. I mean, you kind of have to be to be married to that. Come on. For real. And her, their son, I, was he recasted by a different actor because he's like 30 feet tall now? Oh, I didn't know his son was an actor. No, no, no. Because, <laughs> like, five minutes ago, he was, like, four feet tall. And I oh, was, the like, little one? Tall. Yeah, so I'm like, did they recast him in the story of his oh. life? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> oh, God, probably. That was like they replaced like, that one daughter. Yes. I was that like, never gets wait. talked about. And well, this happened on Roseanne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are they going to bring him back in a couple seasons? <laughs> A shorter, more brutal Baron. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. God! What a fucking name! I'm not gonna. No, I'm not bringing the kids. Let's into not. This, let's but... not do it. Fuck that uh, it's kid. Not... Let's not bring him into it. <laughs> it's not his fault that he has a stupid name. I'm blaming his parents. Baron. <laughs> Baron. I wish that she had been Baron. Yeah, I, for real. I wish that Donald Trump had never procreated. I wish his parents never procreated. <laughs> yeah, that would have been better. <laughs> that would have just saved us all a lot of trouble. His bone <sighs> spurs. Despite there being that huge fuck up, I feel like, yeah, you're right. Like, there have been a lot of really positive things happening. So that's, that's yeah. good. That's so um, also, can we just touch on the fact that basically the administration put a fucking hit out on an ambassador? 
Like, yeah, I'm still and he was a so, pretty big player. I, I'm so like baffled at this because I'm just thinking like all of this, none of us knew about it. Like this was no. not public information that she was being followed, that they were tapping into her fucking electronic use, like all of this shit, which also highly illegal. But outside of that, like this poor lady dealing with all of this shit by herself, like nobody has any idea that any of this is going on. How terrifying is that? It's it's almost like we're reverting back to like Cold War bullshit. Well, I mean, I didn't really, I, I didn't really pay much attention in history, so I can't tell whether or not it's <laughs> you similar, know, like, like but... secret secret spy shit and like oh, right, just yeah. like you know that underhanded like weird way of dealing with problems instead of like being upfront about it, like and you know legally. <laughs> Yeah, it's know. just I think it's fucked up. It's so corrupt. Everything is just so much worse than what we ever knew it was. And I know that there's still a lot more we don't know. And that's terrifying too. Is it sad that I wanna kinda of be in the dark about some things? Like oh, ignorance no. really is bliss. <laughs> I think in this administration there has to be that level of ignorance. There's a lot of stuff that I'm not aware of as far as people and issues because I just can't I can't yeah. do it anymore. It upsets you know, me too much. I've been seeing this one fucking Republican bullshit ass influencer celebrity. I don't know what you would call her on my fucking timeline on Instagram, on Twitter, everywhere I look, she's here. It's that fucking girl with like the top ramen looking ass hair, the white girl that she's like carries a gun to her college graduation or whatever. And she's always. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just I hate that bitch. I don't know who she is, but I recognize I recognize her stupid fucking face and her obnoxious victim voice and every single thing that she does. The last thing that I saw was her basically harassing people at a pride. Um, That's all she does. Yeah, she just went. And so the cops were like getting complaints and he came and talked to her. And of course, he totally turns on her victim voice and is like, I don't understand what you mean. Why? I'm just just asking them questions. Like, you're harassing me. I'm just, I'm trying to cooperate. Shut the fuck up before I strangle you, bitch. (laughs) Like, (laughs) seriously, I wish her parents had just fucking aborted her, to be honest. Cause like, really, like, we don't need people like that questioning how people live their life. Like, fuck you, bitch. Like, mind your own business. That's one way to deal with it right and then like Like, of course i always go and read through the comments to see what are other people said i didn't didn't actually like watch her video to know what she did but even still i wouldn't i wouldn't take that at face value just because of the fact that like editing (laughs) you know of course she's not going to show herself in a bad light but she's already been shown in a bad light so i don't trust anything that she says but i'm just like i'm sure she went there her videos but it's it's like most people were arguing validly that it's like no with the type of videos that she does like she intentionally went there knowing that her opinion would not be appreciated or shared and she's like bombarding people into being interviewed that don't fucking want to be interviewed and then she and that's that's her whole point of her like to antagonize like to antagonize and i'm sorry but like places primary yes it's a public event but it's also supposed to be a safe place it's supposed to be a safe yeah event for the queer community because realistically we don't have a lot of safe spaces nope. so like i'm sorry but she's lucky that the only fucking thing that happened to her was a police officer nicely asking her to fuck off well it'll interest you to know that she shit herself at a college party and people saw so <laughs> <laughs> okay so that's where the whole like shit my pants meme came from yes okay. i didn't know what people were talking about but that makes me feel a little bit better 
Yeah, and you know what? I hope that that lives on way longer than the <laughs> rhetoric she tries to fucking shit out of her oh, mouth. So it will, <laughs> believe me. <laughs> shit stains you- don't go away. <laughs> People, people don't forget. <laughs> no, they do not. <laughs> oh my god. Well, oh, yeah, god. that's 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 America right now. That's what we got for you. <laughs> god. And then they, the thing that pisses me off the most is like whenever people are saying things like really negative things that are potentially harmful to individuals or communities they always come back with this whole i have a right to my freedom of speech yeah you have the right to freedom of speech unless it's harmful to people then that right is taken away you're conveniently forgetting the context of freedom of speech you don't just get to go and spout your hateful rhetoric and get like a free pass because it's harmful Or you, you could, in the privacy of your own fucking home, if it has nothing detrimental to do with anybody else, like, go home and make a... Well, we're making a podcast talking shit about you, bitch. Like, go home and do that. Like, right. So really? Just, and it it's not that hard. <laughs> like, No, I don't <sighs> think that it's that harder to shut your fucking mouth and stop being hateful towards people in communities that really have no bearing on your day-to-day life. Yeah, and yet like, you still like waste people... your energy and your time. Yeah, it's not like people like that uh, want an abortion come to your church and say, "I'm getting an abortion today. Y'all want to come watch? Like, no, pay for it, like, please. Yeah, will you pay for my abortion? Like, have fun. No, like, it's a private thing. There's so many different things that this girl like gets pissed off and all up in people's business about, like trans people. She's like, um, do you believe that men should have tampons available to them in the bathrooms? I'm all, uh, yeah, trans men. Sh- them and it's also none of your fucking business yeah i'm sorry but like why exactly how does it impact you at all if there were a tampon dispenser in the men's bathroom yeah like what does that have to do with you bitch you ain't even supposed to be in there like mind your own right also let's be real the ones in the women's restrooms are always fucking empty so better access honestly like there you go shut the fuck up (sighs) i hate people People just love, they like wake up in the morning and they just want to talk shit and make people feel uncomfortable. And I don't know why that is. Cause I don't, when I wake up in the morning, I'm so concerned with my own fucking life yeah. and just getting through and my own day. I, that, like I'm not really that fucking concerned about what other people are or aren't doing in their personal lives. And, and when I am concerned, it's because I would rather be a service to my community and not like detrimental to it right the only time that i get concerned about what other people are doing or at least maintain concern is if it's harmful (laughs) yeah exactly it's crazy (sighs) you know just basic fucking common sense and decency but most of the world doesn't have it so what can you expect yeah (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) so yeah (laughs) so there's that which I guess kind of segues into the next part that we kind of wanted to talk about as far as just, like, people <laughs> and relationships yeah. and how fucking hard it is to have or maintain relationships with any kind as an adult. Yeah, so I feel like especially, like, friendships when you're – when you kind of hit, like, your late 20s, early 30s, um, I've, I mean, it's happening to me, obviously, but, like, it's – I see it happen to a lot of people in our age group. I've talked to quite a few people about it. And, like, it really is hard to maintain, like, a really committed friendship uh, on both sides. Yeah. It's stressful. It is. Um, 
I think, you know, it's just like we get older, especially at this time in our life, like there's so many different types of things happening. People are starting various new chapters of their lives. Like most in our age range, most of the people that we know have either had kids or are having kids or getting married or married. And that changes dynamics of relationships. You know, the focus that when you are single or whatever is more on your friendships and, and hanging out and stuff. And when you have kids or when you get married or you're in a serious relationship, your focus is on that. And everything else just kind of takes a back seat. I think it, it it's weird, too, because, like, I was, I mean, you knew me. I was the weird kid in school since I could fucking walk, talk, and breathe. Right. But, like, so I when I made friends, I... I rarely made meaningful friendships as a person in my youth. So they never, they definitely didn't carry over to my adulthood because they all end up treating me like right. shit. So then when I make a, friends as an adult, I feel like, oh, you know, this person's like so connected to me and I feel connected to them. And then like, I'll have random things happen that don't make any fucking sense to me about why fr- these friendships end like abruptly. And I'm like, why do I give myself to so many people? Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's almost worse than a than a relationship breakup when you break up with a friend as an adult because you're like, bitch, I don't have time for you, and I still had to go through this. Like, really? <laughs> right. Yeah, like you weren't even fucking me, and we're like breaking up. Like, what is wrong? Yeah. Here? No, honestly, it does feel very um, fucked up. I like I went through a pretty bad friend breakup in like October, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, <laughs> like why is that? It, and, I mean, I talked to some of my other friends about it, and they thought I was joking. They thought I was, like, literally pulling a practical joke on them because they were like, what? That doesn't even make sense. Like, this is so out of left field. Like, why is she talking about you this way? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, I thought, you, you know, when it, you feel like you leave the drama, like, so far right. behind the older you get. No. People just find a way to stir it up, I guess. I don't know. I feel very blindsided by this. I'm st- I think I'm still a little hurt. Yeah, well, no, I mean, it's understandable, I think. I I don't I don't know if I've really had to well no I not recently but you know like in the past I've had r- friendships or relationships end very abruptly and it there were times where it took me a long time to get over it there are still some things that like I'm not like I reflect back on her a lot even like friendships from a long time ago because like I'm the same type of person I don't like I don't it's hard for me to connect with people weirdly like yeah. on on a real real level personally like it's hard for me to really I don't I feel like I'm such like uh like everything about me contradicts (laughs) everything else because it's like on one hand it takes me it's hard for me to open up and like to be vulnerable and trust people but then another times like it's like when people show me basic just human decency I like grasp onto it like it's fucking the last bit of water and then I go overboard and completely overshare everything in my life and then I'm like beating myself up for like why the fuck did I do that you probably just scared them off you know whatever and then when those and no when dude. those friendships end it's like I I fully take on the responsibility for that you know it's like I blame myself and it makes me feel like myself like I'm not worth it and it's fucked up because it's like why is it suddenly I mean, I think that to an extent, you know, if it's like if you are having certain behaviors that keep get brought up and they're problematic or whatever, like, 
I think that that's a time where you have to kind of reflect to yourself and be like, all right, like, what am I doing to contribute to this? But then there's like yeah. other times where it's like, like for me, it's I, not I even have, you. Yeah. <laughs> where, you know, it's like, I obviously by far, I'm not a perfect person, but like, I know the kind of person that I am. And when I care about you, like I, I give you the shirt off my fucking back without any question or expectation of anything, you know? And yeah. so it's like when, when shit's going on with me, I don't think that it's unreasonable to have that expectation that like people are going to try a little bit more or be there. And then they're not. And I, that I take that as like a reflection of my own self-worth as far as like, why am I not enough for somebody to want to be there for me? Yeah. Like and that shouldn't be on it. Yeah. And like, that shouldn't be on me, you know? So like, I've, I feel like I've had to take a lot of like steps back from all the relationships in my life <laughs> over the last year, really, and, like, really reevaluate the ones that deserve that level of effort from me. Yeah. And the ones that are, like, going to make me feel like I deserve something rather than the opposite. Because I was fine, like, I felt like when I was just reevaluating it that, like, all of the people that I was like identifying as close people were the ones that were contributing to making me feel like shit. It's and it weird. Wasn't any, like, it's like, it's not any one thing, you know, it's not like they're just being a dick, but sometimes they were kind of dicks and I would excuse that behavior because like I cared, but like yeah. at, it, it was always like at the detriment of myself. And I'm just, so it's like, I'm just kind of taking it for what it is. You want to message me when you need something from me? Cause that's clearly all I'm good for to you. Fine. But like, don't get mad if I don't respond for a couple of days. I'm going to put that or boundary in place. <laughs> right. And yeah. I'm going to kind of put that boundary in place as far as like, I'll respond to you when I'm in a headspace to be able to do it. And if I just don't really feel like being that person for you, then I'm probably going to sound a little bitchy and short, but like, oh, well, cause like, I don't owe you anything. I think it's it's like frustrating for me when I'm trying to be a good friend and I see all these other people and they their whole lives just seem so effortless like the way that right. they hang out the way that they just maintain all this mm-hmm. stuff and I'm like I, I feel like I'm always trying so fucking hard all the fucking time like like I I can barely brush my hair guys like I'm not a functioning adult most of the time like I'm trying so fucking hard so when I give like my time to somebody and then they come back at me like you're this 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 and this and I'm like what the fuck like nah like that you're tripping like but I mean I do self-evaluate you know how I am I do I fucking take into account what I'm doing right but like it took me a really long time to find good people that want to actually be around me for who I am and not just like use me or treat me like shit or I don't know. It's, it blows my mind. So like I, I have a trouble trusting people now. Right. And then, then I feel like a bad person for not just trusting the people that are showing me that they're good people. <sighs> yeah, no, I know. And I mean, I think that, but that's part of it you know is it's like you give everything to these people that don't deserve it and so then the people that do they kind of get the shit end of the stick as far as the baggage but if they stick around and they're willing to and they're understanding of like what you've dealt with and those are the real ones you know those are the ones that are going to end up getting your time and attention long term yeah I do it feels really fucking weird because this is the first time in my life that I've actually had multiple friends that are women because mm. you know me I used to hang out with nothing but dudes and I'm like I'd yeah be like a few girls and I still hang out with guys you know what I mean like that's my thing I got my homies but like 
it's very strange to have a group of women and they're all friends and they actually like me and they, you know what I mean? They never ask me for anything. Yeah. And I, I almost feel like someone I'm like, what's the catch? Like, are you going to murder me? Like, like, (laughs) right. But I, but I know I need to just like, let myself be happy. And it's weird to feel that way about friendship. Well, and I I think like, uh, for me, it's like, I still don't really know how many people I would call would say that like I actually have friends. Like I still don't really yeah. feel like I have friends. People that I know and again that like contact me for shit when they yeah. need it, you know, but like somebody that is there for them on the level that like I've been there for my friends. Not really. It's hard. Yeah. Like and, and the people, like not the people that, that have been are my family. So it's like, it's, it's, it's not the same. Like we're yeah. friends, but we're also family now. So it's right. Not- <laughs> and so it's like, yeah. it's, it's different, you know, where it's like, I don't lump you in the category of friends, you know, cause exactly. you're family, you know, whatever. It, it's different. And so I know yeah. the family that I have that are those people for me. And I, I recognize that I'm fortunate that I even have that at all. Cause there are people in the world that don't have like a single fucking person you know, positive in their life. So I, I'm glad that I have that, but I also get that, that envy of like seeing other people and they're having their friends givings. I'm like, you have that many people that care about you and that want to be around you. Cause I sure the fuck don't like, I have a hard time finding one person that can stand me for more than a couple months. I totally <laughs> get that. I had, I had planned a whole barbecue and invited like 40 people and people will usually show up to my stuff. And I swear I shit you not three people came. Yeah. It's bullshit. And I- I cried. I cried for like two hours at the end of the night. I was so bummed. But then I was like, you know, why don't I just appreciate the people that came? Fuck it. Whatever. Like, I should just like be happy with those people. Like, they bothered to even show up. Fuck those other people that didn't, you know, RSVP. Like, or the ones that did and didn't even bother. Yeah. The older I get, the more I need to just like let myself be happy with what I have and not like think about all the things I don't. Yeah. And that's, that's where the shift's been for me is like all that time spent focusing on like why don't I have this or why why isn't this happening like it totally clouds your vision from what's actually there and it makes everything feel very generalized and like this is the only thing that ever happens and it it, like you can't really feel good in that headspace it really only contributes to you feeling like shit and worthless and like you're not deserving of anything so like I, I had to try and just like that has probably I don't think I've ever tried so hard (laughs) and something (laughs) in my life is I have to try and like reframe thing every fucking bad thing that happens in a positive way like to try to find some silver lining and I've noticed that it's gotten easier to just kind of immediately identify what the silver lining is yeah and it's helped as far as like I guess taking off the fear and the anxiety that comes with it sooner but man it's a struggle it is I know I always tell people like oh you know I'm trying to work on you know being positive and for the most part I I am but some of that is just my mania like coming out when I'm stressed but like I think uh, the biggest way that I like how you're saying you reframe like the thing the thing that got me to reframe it was reminding myself that like when the world feels like it's against you it's actually just very separate things happening at the same time, but it's not 
against you. It's just yeah. that it just so happened that they were randomly occurring. Like it's not you. It has, you know, the world's not out to get you. People are just out for themselves. It's just, you just got to like remind yourself that, you know, you're going to be fine. Just this shit just sucks. Like, yeah, <laughs> which, well, which is horrible. <laughs> no, I know. Well, but it's also like, I feel like in, in the job that I have now, like in having people that I'm supervising and them trusting me enough to be able to share like what's going on in their lives and impacting them like it kind of helped give me that sort of bigger picture of yeah because you know when you're dealing with shit it really of course like that's all you can think about it feels like you're the only one dealing that you're the only one dealing with this level of shit and like you know everybody else is just fine like they don't have to deal with this and so hearing kind of how everybody's kind of taken hits and multiple hits and things like that you know is I think made me feel a little bit better <laughs> weirdly <laughs> as like not in a way I was like oh it's not you're not like you. yeah good job you, know, you suck right <laughs> but you know as far as like I'm not alone in this you know even if everybody's not dealing with the same type of things like we're all dealing with some heavy shit you know and we're all just fucking trying to get through our days as best as we possibly can and make it to the next (laughs) you know so I just I feel like it just kind of put things in perspective for me you know and like reminding myself that like every single shitty thing that's happened even though it felt like it was going to be very permanent eventually it's gotten better to some extent you know so sometimes it's taken a really long time but eventually it does get better so I just gotta hold on to that (laughs) What's the stupidest fucking thing that you can do when you're, like, stressed or depressed to make yourself feel better? What's the dumbest thing you do? Well, I don't really have energy to do anything, but usually what I do, like, when I'm feeling really down, I go and I watch um, the blooper reels from every season of The Office. I have How? Certain... Okay. I knew <laughs> it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> I have, like, certain ones that, like, I don't care. Like, I can be in the middle of a snot sob cry. And, like, if I see this shit, I will die laughing. There's no way that I can watch those and not fucking die laughing. And it's long because there's fucking nine seasons of The Office. So it ends up basically being an hour and a half of just fucking hilarious blooper reels of them losing their shit and having hilarious things. So, like, it's distracting. And I can smile and laugh. (laughs) I, I honestly do the same because I used to watch Vines and now I just watch TikToks or whatever, um, mm-hmm. which is I, I know everybody thinks they're cringy and stupid, but they're actually fucking hilarious. And I make them and I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but um, I like to also uh, just, yeah, blooper reels of things are basically amazing or watching like uh, Judd Apatow movies with the commentary on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to like remove my brain from its skull and put it in a jar in front of something else. <laughs> Yeah, my other vices are those stupid fucking interactive story. Yes. Books. Oh my god, like chapters and episodes and all those stupid fucking things. Like I tried I doing have... one. <laughs> I did I not hate... like it. I hate them and I love them all the same. Like they are not fucking award-winning books by any means, but they're distracting enough and I can just separate myself from the reality. Life. sometimes you just need to check out you just need to be like yeah. sorry i'm out this bitch for like at least two hours and then you're fine yeah that's pretty much what it is liz has her zoom zoom and she's playing candy crush <laughs> and i play my fucking episodes yeah 
I think I think it, it sucks that like we have to resort to things like that, but like also, thank God we have distractions because remember when we were younger, we would just be oh, bored God. and and, yeah. <laughs> and I was always fucking in trouble, so mm-hmm. I had nothing. Like my mom would take everything away from me. I had no music, no TV, no fucking phone. Tiffany, so give me that pocket light. <laughs> yeah, like I was literally just alone in my room, pissed off and depressed. Listening to Hanson and dyeing your hair black and yep, screaming with Brody, yeah, the distillers. <laughs> I want them to do a distillers Hanson mashup just for you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> oh, Hanson. <sighs> so, what the fuck else were we going to talk about on this? Oh, we we're going to talk about resolutions. Oh, right. Mm. I feel like everybody has the same idea for 20. Like, I feel I really I feel like 2019 was kind of the same for everyone as far as like it fucking blew. It blew (laughs) chunks. And it was just exhausting emotionally and physically and everybody's fucking drained. And so for me, and I feel like a lot of other people, my focus this year, this decade is going to be me because I have spent the last 30 years (laughs) like focusing my energy on everybody else and what's going to make things easier for them and what's going to make them happier at regardless of what it does to me. And I'm tired. Like I have finally gotten to a place in my life where I don't necessarily feel like I deserve it, but I want to work on feeling like I deserve to take, to like be careful, like to take care of myself and to have those boundaries in place and be okay with upsetting other people if it means that I'm going to be okay. You're going to be and, selfish in all the right ways. Right. And I yeah. just hope that I may, I, for this decade, I really hope that by the end of it, I'm going to be able to be in a place where I can say that, like, I don't feel bad asserting boundaries and I don't, like, I don't feel guilty for saying no. Or, yeah. like you know uh, just asserting myself in any form like even if it's telling something that things that they're doing are annoying and impacting me negatively (laughs) (laughs) no honestly I think that's a great goal and I think that it should be something that you focus on for literally the rest of your life because you're you're around yourself 24 hours a day so you need to find a way to like be able to stand up for yourself yeah and I mean like I I feel like there's a lot of things that I've I've definitely done better with and I'm in a much better place now than I was 10 years ago and the 10 years before that and everything. So I, I know I'm only hopefully going to improve over the next 10 years, but like I'm, I'm still just kind of realizing that as, as much as I've grown, there's still more parts of me that respond as a result of like trauma. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. The, the way that I react or the way that I feel or interpret things that's yeah. like toxic to myself. And I can completely relate to that because it's a uh, very hard to break those cycles inside of your own mind that you don't even know are occurring. Yeah. You know, and so like, I just, I feel like I'm just trying to educate myself more on just the complexities of like, you know, understanding myself more as far as like why my emotional or like mental response to particular things are 
this way or, you know, just, I think I've just, I'm just trying to still get more understanding so I can change those things. Cause I really like, it was shocking to me. It was like the other day where it was like a side by side thing where it was like kind of how like the emotional response when you're traumatized, when it comes to like friends, I guess I gotta find it. But versus like a healthy emotionally well-balanced person (laughs) and I'm like oh shit yeah everything is still very much me on that opposite side so I'm nowhere where I thought out turns Turns out out I'm nowhere near (laughs) (laughs) nowhere near where I thought I was but yeah I don't know it's okay could be worse it could be worse and I'm still farther along than I was yeah exactly yep that's me for 2020 (laughs) oh my god I'm like I don't so I've heard a lot of people like how you're saying for the decade and I'm like I I feel like for a long time I was one of those people that would like overly analyze and organize everything and like stress myself out on details yeah so I'm gonna not do a decade I'm just gonna focus on like one month at a time and just stop being Because then I went to the totally opposite side once my dad died. I went and started being very sporadic about what I was doing. And, like, did, like, and it is not a great thing, honestly. Like, it seems like I'm doing great, but I'm actually doing very bad. (laughs) Because, like, okay, so, for instance, I had a a shop opening tonight. Yeah. Very successful shop opening. I'm very happy with it. I'm great. You know, I did great. But, um didn't plan it at all I just said oh you know what I'm gonna open my shop on Sunday and then just oh, threw it up on Instagram <laughs> I was like oh what but why I've, I've been because I do that every time I don't plan it I don't know what I'm doing I'm like free floating out here with no plan no organization and I need to like learn how to like reel myself in when I get like an idea and like really assess is this actually what I want to do and I don't think I let myself do that because for such a long time I wasn't allowing myself to do anything I wanted so right. now I'm, I'm like a kid with too much candy. Yeah. No, I feel you there. So I know that sounds really ridiculous. Like, no, oh, you not have at free- all. freedom to do what you want, but it's like, it's actually hurting me because I feel like I just jump from one thing to another without any real thought out plan. And then I stress myself out. Well, yeah, because you um, overextend yeah. yourself. I do. And like, like I opened up five custom orders tonight and they filled up in two minutes. And then I was like, Oh, do I have time for that? Probably not. Right. <sighs> and then, you know, I just, I feel like I, if I don't do it, I let people down cause I get messages all the time and that's just work. Like that's just one aspect yeah. of my life. And that's only one, one job. Like the other job too, I finally had, to, I felt so guilty asking for like reduced hours. Like, but they were scheduling me almost like 32 hours a week or, or more. And oh, I, I had originally only intended to do 15 hours max a week. And like now that we've been open like three months, I feel like the restaurant's doing like really good and they have a good schedule. They're hiring more people. So I was just like, "Ah, I can only work two days a week. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. Which makes me very happy because I get more family time and I get focused on my own business, which is my real job. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It's so hopefully by next month, I'll actually be a normal functioning adult again. But yeah, my, my goal is to not be, um, chaotic. <laughs> yeah. Kind of real, real myself in a little bit. I have, an, I have another goal of, I, in, in all of this self-reflection, I'm like really, really realizing how fucking ADHD I am. <laughs> 
like, it's, hey I mean no it but happens. it's like it's it's in things like that where it's like I'm I never I never considered myself an impulsive person like ever I always considered myself like a very rational logical like I think things through like I overthink it because I fucking do but then there's this other spectrum of myself that I jump into things immediately and I overextend myself because in my mind like my concept of time is very different from reality and so in my mind I think I have plenty of time to do all of these things until the actual like the reality of it sets in and I'm like fuck and, and what did exhausted. I just get myself in? and so then it's like you either stick with it or then you look like an asshole because you're pulling out and now you look flaky which I also don't yeah. like I stick to my commitments I try to but I'm finding that I'm like much more flaky now than I ever was like I'm if I'm and it's like kind of hand in hand with the self-care but then it's like all right I gotta find a fucking medium here because I can't pull out every single time I don't want to do something but like Get your shit together. <laughs> don't agree to something. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know how I'm going to feel two days from now. Like, I wish that everything could be done last minute. And I wish that I didn't just, like, jump into different things. Like, yeah, it's hard because you, you want to plan. But then at the same time, you're like, you don't know how you're going to feel in a month. Yeah, definitely not. It's hard for me to know day to day how I'm going to feel. That's why I plan some stuff and then, like, I plan it with the idea that Chris might come but probably won't come. Right. <laughs> and then and then I usually end up doing it alone. And I'm not disappointed at all. Because yeah. I'm like, he, prob- he probably won't feel like it because he does not like leaving the house and he gets too anxious. And I'm not going to fucking yeah. put him in that situation if he doesn't want to pee in it. Yeah. So, but sometimes he surprises me and leaves the house and gets two tattoos. So, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never fucking know. Right. I also want to work on just like not interrupting people because I I've what tip no. <laughs> no I've been like a lot I've been trying to be a lot more conscientious about it and I don't always catch myself because I just I can't catch myself every time I'm trying but like I in my mind I assume what people are gonna say and then or like I'll get a thought in my head when somebody's talking and because I know how quickly, like, I lose focus and I'll forget shit, I feel like I need to say it right then. But then I yeah. fucking interrupt everybody and I either put words in their mouth or completely derail whatever it was. And it's annoying. And I need to stop. <laughs> you, you know what? At least you're working on it. Like, a lot of people don't even give a fuck if they interrupt people. They just, they, I feel like sometimes they'll be in a conversation and they're not even listening. They're just waiting for the opportunity to say what they want to say because they don't care. At least you listen. Yeah, but then it's like I'm still waiting for the opportunity to say it because I'm trying not to <laughs> forget. But not in forget. a dick way. <laughs> no, but it's yeah, like but- when, I, when I am holding it, I'm trying to, like, let people talk. Like, I can't really hear what they're saying because all I'm trying to think about is what I, I'm trying to say so I don't forget. That's, yeah, well, but that's fair. At least you know what you're doing. You're not doing it to be a dick. Like, you're, you know, you're trying. I feel like I feel like you don't talk over me that much like I feel like especially the last few episodes you've been like so much better about it (laughs) trying to be conscientious this one's going great (laughs) yeah (laughs) I can't believe we're at almost like a whole hour oh really wow yeah it's like 54 minutes (laughs) Jesus okay um yeah so well we're definitely gonna be uh, attempting to do these more often um you know, I lost my train of thought because I'm insane. But 
<laughs> but yeah, I mean, obviously, like, we didn't have that many episodes last year, which is fine, but we still got pretty good feedback. But um, there is a lot of stuff that we want to talk about, and we'll get to it, and just, you know, be patient with us. <laughs> we'll figure Please. it out. Yeah, yeah, eventually. We'll get the hang of it. Anyways, well, thanks for listening to yeah. us talk about titties for the last hour-ish. Yeah. And... I mean, if you're confused, so are we, so. <laughs> Always. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> bye. Stay confused. <laughs> Stay confused. <laughs>